If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Tuesday episode of Game Dev Unchained. Haha, <laughs> April Fools. This is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team. And if you can count, that's right, I'm not here by myself. I'm actually here with two people, one very special, very important co-host, the two-time All-American, All-International, Spelling Bee, three-word, or three-letter word champion, Mr. Brandon Pham. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Brandon Pham, and it will be fun. Uh, <laughs> welcome to this week's episode, and please welcome our special guest this week as well, Lucas Gonzalez. Lucas. Hey guys. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Uh, so this is the part of the podcast where we ask a little bit about your background, if you don't mind, kind of give us and our audience a little peek of what's up with you. Well... <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I will start from the from the short thing. Is now I'm well, I'm working at Septolab. Mm-hmm. I'm working in. I'm product manager. It's been mm-hmm. there for almost three years. Probably you know Septolab about the mobile games of Cut the Rope series. Sounds or, familiar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so these guys, they are the. I mean, the company is based in, in Moscow, but they open an office in Barcelona. Three years ago, and I moved from Madrid to to work there. Um, yeah, so I'm I've been in Barcelona around for for three years. It's for the family. It was a really funny thing, fun thing to move. <laughs> uh, and before that, I was I've been another ten years working as game designer. Oh, nice. yeah, before, yeah, it's I mean. Now I'm product manager, so it's it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but before, you know, junior game designer, game designer, senior game designer, lead game designer. So I still in, in my heart, <laughs> I, and I I still game I feel like, yeah, well, still yeah, different different roles, but at the end of the day, it's, it's about making yeah. games so, on the on the paycheck. It's product manager, so it's a lot better than a really game designer. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, yes, because, I mean, <laughs> I was checking your profiles. I know you are, you are coming from the game design, so I'm just trying to, to be... <laughs> it's a relative. He's, he's got checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so... oh, these are not games. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, well, and then, yes, before that, I... I will start from the very beginning. I mean, I I did um, a physics, a theoretical physics in the university. Then I worked a couple of years as a consultant in that super evil corporation doing stuff for telecom and stuff. And then I, I moved to, to games. I spent three or almost four years working on a you know, pretty standard like on a cancelled triple <laughs> A game for sure mm-hmm. in a company in Spain in Madrid called by Pure Studios. Uh, they did the Commando series as well. Mm-hmm. Now, then I spent uh, a few years working as indie, mm-hmm. working indie games in a company also in Madrid called Over the Top Games for. We work with uh, Electronic Arts 2D, making a game called The Fancy Pants Adventures. Mm-hmm. We work We were Next Quest. Um, yeah, and, and after that, I work with Tequila Works. Mm-hmm. We did Deadlight. And after that, I, I moved to the to the dark side, to the mobile gaming <laughs> industry, working in, in Game Love for three years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Sepala. In the meantime, I, I tried to 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 be teaching game design. I'm mm-hmm. already seven 
years, like teaching here and there. It's something that I found really inspiring and I really like it. And also I've made music for some indie games. Um, I mean, I also... Check you out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to share with you the... <laughs> the titles but well yeah i can um but i i did also music i studied piano and i like to to make music and the stuff so yeah well and what is more important is like how i really uh, progress in my career i became a dad four years ago congrats, <laughs> yeah, congrats. now i have like two kids and sometimes what, what i like to say is that Actually, my job is to be a dad, and in my spare time, I, I make games because man oh, is. <laughs> that's wonderful, man. I, I can't tell you, and I'm sure Brandon can agree that it seems like when you have a kid while you're on the career path, you accelerate once the kid is born. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> I need to become a product manager or something. <laughs> I need to stop this game design foolishness. <laughs> Uh. Well, actually, actually, well, yes, it was a bit like that. You know, it's, it's mm. the first I became that, and then like one year and a half after, I was product manager. So, yeah. so <laughs> I, I never, I never thought about yeah, but you know, have you thought about when Sometimes. you have to have that conversation with your kids? Like, see, kids, <laughs> right here on my resume is where you were born. <laughs> this is right here. Made me upgrade. No, I, I didn't realize that. It's like I, I need to write something for Gamma Suda or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Do you mind kind of because people who are completely new to the mobile world, like this is a recent term that I just found out. Like product management is not like triple A title, right? It's usually more mobile yeah. game companies. Do you mind kind of explaining what's the difference or is there a difference with the product manager versus maybe an executive producer or something equivalent to that in a regular studio? Yeah, we, we are not so evil than the executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shots that's fired. pretty much there you go. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, know where to start. It's, it's complicated, right? Mm-hmm. It's complicated. Actually, um, yeah, when, well, you know, like producer, executive producer, uh, sometimes depend on the studio itself, the roles, they, they change a bit, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, in Steptola, I, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you about what you're doing here, Okay. Besides product manager, we also have project managers. And the project managers, they are dealing with all these, like, uh, tasks, lists, and scheduling, and, you know, okay, all the things about the budget and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not directly doing anything of, of this, which I think, like, a producer usually deals with that. Right. Yeah. But what I'm dealing is is to, to set in, like, the high-level vision of the game not mm. not all by myself you're not know, talking with the game designers talking with artists but also like trying helping to to facilitate this this vision to 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 the stakeholders to um so yeah i think it, it has a bit of producer but mm. it, i think it's a bit I, I i like to believe that it's still on, on more a bit more on the creative like side of the things a bit in, in, in between. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a much, it's a much bigger role as it sounds like uh, you're not just looking at the vision, but like the product itself, you know, like how, yeah. how does this get portrayed this, the, the stockholders or, or everyone who went in the studio or even your, you know, players. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tricky thing because at the end of the day, I mean, when, when you are making, PC or console or mobile game and you are the so-called the lead game designer or, or well a game designer that has a lot of responsibility at the end of the day you are always thinking about a hey, how the players will feel playing the game how um, but more things no will people like to buy this game that I, I'm making you know because you are thinking on, on players so to me yeah well just let me Actually, I, I became product managers because I because I have a kid. No, <laughs> uh, because, because because I 
I was taking, I mean, I, at some point I decided I, I had to change job from Gayloft. Mm-hmm. And I was taking different options. And then I checked the description, the role mm-hmm. of a product manager for Septolab. And, you know, if, if I didn't read the part of product manage, manager, the role, the, mm-hmm. the, the tasks and the requirements, they were like, hey, this is, this is what I'm really, I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Most, most of the stuff. No, because so so yeah sometimes it's a bit it's still difficult to to you compare like let's say like a lead game designer with a product manager they overlap many 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 things mm-hmm. but the product manager sometimes we you know you are also in the middle of with with marketing, mm-hmm. uh, analytics, uh, business, you are supposed to, to have more relationship with, with the stakeholders. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are like in, in the middle of, of everything. Um, yeah, and sometimes, <laughs> you know, this is very, very bad because basically, you don't know, in my case, because of my background of game designers, mm-hmm. the, the stakeholders, they perceive that I'm still like a game designer and I just want mm. to, to listen to the developers mm. and, yeah. and the developers think the opposite hey, this evil guy who is so neither side wants to <laughs> yes. ally so with you to, to make friends is, is like the best possible role that, that mm. you that you want to have right. yeah, yeah. Let, let me know if you want to, to know more about the role or, or yes well, I mean, like, there's a, there's a lot of things, right? So you, you came from a AAA background, and then you moved to mobile. Like, that, like mobile market is, is, is a huge market, right, if not the biggest right now. But it's still, like, a, a big mystery to a lot of developers out there, right? It's making a lot of dough. I still don't understand it unless I really look at the numbers. Like, uh, how was that transition from coming from a AAA? Like, what was... What were the biggest surprises or the biggest things that you learned from the mobile market that you had no idea about? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to be super honest, right? Because, it, you know, it's, I, as I told before, I spent like six, seven years working on PC console, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and like trying to make like cool console games you know i because i was like indie developer and then we are publishing with microsoft you know i mean that light don't know if you know it but we were with summer of the arcade mm-hmm. I mean, everything. i'm from that mm-hmm. directly to bam into game loft you know mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know like the 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 bad press that sometimes game loft has yeah um, <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah because yeah, I mean, the, I mean, well, I, I don't think that they're like that. You can like point at any company and say, "No, this company is perfect. Everything yeah. is great, like right. wonderful." Right. Yeah, but but I, then was like, "Oh man, yeah, no, please." Oh, you- I was gonna say, I think if there's anything, and I don't know anyone currently working at GameLoft, nor do I want to discredit anyone's career who works there, right? Especially coming from a designer, lead designer from there. <laughs> As a consumer of mobile gaming, I've always felt like Gameloft kind of did the epic to blue hole <laughs> tactic of like, hey, this game is really, really popular. Let's do our version of it. And yeah. some parts of the our version of it was not not a whole lot of creative, you know, difference, I'll just say. <laughs> I think you, you've explained like pretty pretty well. But yeah. but that was the the business model for them and especially yeah. A few years ago, it was great because, I mean, you 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 know all these console games. Mm-hmm. You you wanted to have that experience in mobile, and they were mm-hmm. bringing that experience to yeah. to them. Yep. This eventually, but then, well, the free to play came, and things were like a bit shit. Well, but the thing is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, it's oh, maybe maybe I will ask you not to to release this recording after all. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, well, I mean, when I went to mobile, to, to mobile, to me it was something super funny. We'll say mm-hmm. funny is that I I, I get to to Gaylof mm-hmm. and the designers that were there is like, oh man, this guy is coming from console, and, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like it, it was strange because there were people who know much more than me, of course, mm-hmm. about the mobile games mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. cool. I was 
yeah, there were like these designers mm-hmm. that they feel themselves that they were like low level designers because oh, they were mm-hmm. working on mobile. Oh man, mm-hmm. they're uh, hard, man. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, uh, you know, when you when you talk with game designers, like sometimes we we we've been in the same places, we have the the same bad experience, mm-hmm. so it's very you feel some kind of connection sometimes with, with mm-hmm. game designers. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, it was like, oh, these guys, why, why? I mean, they are great. They they know a lot about game systems. They really understand the the, the player's mind. Mm-hmm. They have this background about games. But because they are game doing mobile and because they are working on free-to-play, they, they felt that they are not, yes, like... Low, low level, yeah. But then when when I get there, yeah, uh, to me, uh, yeah, I had to to learn. Um, I'm, I'm thinking in the, in the past. Um, besides the market, mm-hmm. yeah, all, all all this free to play thing, like you know, it's like, hey, was this a sh- uh, in upward change? What that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, I've I've never like. Yeah, this time like a, a shop. Then you, you start like thinking of all these like pointing arrows and, mm-hmm. and tutorials mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the concept of the game loop that mm-hmm. is everywhere. No, you, you know, you, you just need to watch some South Park episode where it's <laughs> pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah, I had to learn all all these things. Not not to learn, but really to to know how mm-hmm. how how it works, and mm-hmm. also because of I used so used to work more in platformers kind of or adventure games, I never really had to do this spreadsheet uh, balancing, right. you know, like this with maybe if I had worked before in RTS or something like that, I, I had that background, mm-hmm. but I didn't. So yeah, basically the the market. All the free-to-play like standard mm-hmm. um, and all these things to in my case or, or, or about balancing, but yeah. and and now sorry guys I talk sometimes a lot. No, it's okay. <laughs> when, when, when I'm checking my well, it's an interview. <laughs> no, when I'm checking the my back, my I go to LinkedIn. No, I go to, uh, <laughs> how, Just how, how, yeah, how many years I've been like working, and then it's like. Because in my in my head it's like, hey, I, I make like games and I start working on console, PC, and now I'm becoming more and more experienced about like mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. oh oh, I look like a mobile game designer mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's like uh, six years something like that working on, on mobile games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's but still is is. You know, I, I I have a lot of friends that yeah. I used to work with them making console PC, and still sometimes it's so difficult for I feel for them to really appreciate what <laughs> what you are doing because everyone is thinking about like yeah, I want to play this indie game or oh, check these graphics or this or game, or game. Game. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know the way that I look. The way that I look at it. Oh, somebody's. Let me get some feedback. The way that I look at it, when I think about the mobile community and its relationship to AAA gaming, there's a lot of things that are emerging in mobile that we're starting to see get borrowed into AAA. You know what I mean? Uh, obviously, microtrans is one of the big and easy buttons to like push. Like the first time I saw microtrans, I was playing mobile iPhone, you know, level stuff. And then, you know, let's fast forward six, seven years. Now it's like, not only did I pay 60 bucks for this game, but here are all these wonderful options for me to spend additional money to support the game <laughs> through these little small microtransaction purchases. So that's one of the first things I start thinking about personally. But how do you, I mean, yeah, I, mean I was just going to say, how do you feel about AAA? You know, like you mentioned, there was like a prestige of, oh, he's coming from console to work with us, right? And they felt beneath just because of that relationship. But the way I look at it now is like, that's not the case. You're a game developer, whether you're mobile, whether you're analog, whether you're PS4, Xbox One level, it's like it, the parody is now starting to actually be more present. You know, how do you feel? Well, the, the, I, I wrote about that 
sometimes mm-hmm. you know I, I all this like teaching I, I I try to I wrote a couple of times in, in Kema Sutra mm-hmm. and one of the things was precisely about that I was mm-hmm. talking you know these things about the master race of of PC mm-hmm. players yeah, yeah. versus the yeah so so I did like this master race of the console game designers versus the peasants that are making mobile games because but then I start thinking of hey what what <laughs> when you are making mobile games there are like many things that you have that you are doing that you are not doing when you are like making console games for example mm-hmm. at, at this moment when you are doing a soft launch or something like that you have a direct contact with mm-hmm. the players that when you are doing console you are not doing mm-hmm. so sometimes it's more more hard and I well I list all other stuff and at the end of the day you are just becoming like a broader game designer mm-hmm. it's, yep. it's, it's as, as simple as that of yep. course you you there are tools that you are not using I, I don't do a lot of unreal recently mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or but Hey, what is game design? Game design is about players. It's about understanding players, and it's about like providing experiences to to players. Mm-hmm. And this is valid for for every single platform. Yeah, and, yeah. and when I think about what you're saying too, is like when when a lot of what I would consider that like prestige or that cast system was here. Mobile games were not, you know, like 8, 9, 10, 20, 50, 60 megabyte games or more like they are now, right? It was like half a megabyte, you know, two megabytes for the whole game. Match three every time, you know? Whereas now, yes, like especially through what Gameloft has been able to do. So I will give them credit for that. A lot of like console-esque level gaming was available on iOS or Android devices way early due to them kind of taking interest and kind of driving force and saying, hey, we want the mobile version of like a Call of Duty or we want the mobile version of this type of game. And now like I can see a lot of parity between, yeah, they have levels, they have, it's like multiplayer, it's first person shooters on the phone. I saw the whole evolution and now I can't name a specific game that exists on a console that some version of that play couldn't exist on iOS or mobile devices because they're they're powerful enough that it's no longer about the graphics or the memory size footprint. It's like, just do you want it on the phone or not? Will the touch interface work for it or not? But the tech to drive it, that isn't the problem anymore, you know? No. I mean, to me also, because now you you know the, the current trend about Battle Royale games mm. that now they are moving mm. to oh mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we know a lot, yeah. we're ahead of this (laughs) so the thing is that if if we manage to have like first person shooters in console Mm -hmm. you know right (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't know if you've played because I I grew up playing first person with a mouse and a keyboard Mm -hmm. and it's like but really first person shooter what you're talking about Uh, then Halo and all these like games Mm -hmm. and, and now it's okay Yes, maybe we are still like thinking no because touch controls and playing first person shooter. I think that people eventually they they just will get used because they just want to have the, the experience and maybe the, the games will adapt a bit mm-hmm. to, to to these players. So yeah, and also something that to me is very important. Yes, to, to mention a couple of things. Mm-hmm. First thing is when you are making mobile games. This, this to me is something that is a bit strange. You know, you, you're a game designer, you want to make games for players. And then it's like, hey, this game about cats that I've done has been downloaded by 80 or well, 70 million people, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the, yes, it's like console guys. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, if, you, if you really want to, to reach players that they will like participate on, on the experience that you have crafted, mm-hmm. Yeah, you are you are reaching a, a, a incredible audience with games, and you have opportunities there with mobile games that that you don't have with with console and PC. And, and well, this, this is not bad. It's just there are like different things, and they have the, the, the these good things and and, and bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, and a small like short story. One of the develop game designers that I met in, at Gameloft, 
when I joined like the the evil mobile game industry. <laughs> uh, after like three years, I was working with him. He did the opposite. He he has a lot of experience in mobile games, and he moved to console. Mm-hmm. And now it's the guy that is in in his in Square Enix London, and he was in charge from from Square Enix of uh, Life is Strange. Mm. So, and and it's someone that I really appreciate, and he was like feeling like a shame of maybe mobile games, and now he's like, man, you you You've yeah, you, they, they they pick you because you have you are good, you have a lot of experience, and now he's. In the, the yeah. so we, we are just game designers. Yeah, yeah. Game. yeah. So I have noticed this. There, there has been a weird separation between the mobile developers, mobile game players, as well as the triple uh, A game players and developers. Like the same thing that you mentioned before, how a mobile developers feel second rate when they're really not right this is a whole separate thing but for some reason they feel inferior to AAA developers and maybe that could be contributed to how you know the mobile industry is pretty new and when you go to these mobile companies a lot of a lot of those companies are uh like uh like this is their first job basically right mm-hmm. yeah maybe they've been there for seven years which is a lifetime for most game developers in AAA. but a lot of what i'm finding is that when you go to the movies mobile companies it's pretty much everyone's well not everyone but most people who are there for a while they've been there only and they really don't know what it's like outside so what you get is like uh, people who are learning from each other at the beginner level or whatever and so when we come from AAA, and the good and bad thing is we move around a lot mm-hmm. to different companies, not by our choice, but we have to in most cases. And so we learn a lot of the you know trials and errors uh, in in like five years that would be like ten to twenty years for most people who don't move around, right? Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. No, no, please keep going. No, it's just, I completely agree on that. So one question I do have is that it's kind of contributing to, well, I hate talking about Fortnite all the time, but Fortnite is kind of making like a new thing, which is taking the PC directly to mobile, same profile, same gameplay, just different mm-hmm. control scheme. And you being in mobile for all these years and being AAA before and seeing the, the difference between the two, is this making a dent in any way with how Battle Royale is kind of bleeding into the mobile space? In, in some little way. So can you please re- uh, rework the, the question, please? <laughs> so like, the, is Fortnite making a dent in the mobile uh, world uh, in any way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what what I've read, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if this will be just, you know, some spike of popularity of this mm-hmm. genre. If it's gonna be just um, something that will stay with this, this genre, right? Mm-hmm. But yes, but the thing is that there's something happening, and is this a mobile game that doesn't have like all this free-to-play business around? Well, they 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 sell stuff, but you know, it's yeah. just the items that has like super long game sessions, super awful interface, yeah. super like not free-to-mobile uh, uh, tutorial, yeah making a lot of money and it has like millions of players so well let i i hope that this is a game changer you know and, and open the, the the door to hey let's stop no not let's stop but hey also mobile players they they like this so mm-hmm. so let's bring like even more different experience to mobile mm-hmm. but to me i think this uh, Personally, I think it's a, a bit too early, mm-hmm. I, will, I will say, because, you know, it's so well established, all these, like, free-to-play genres, and, and also on the GDC, everyone is talking also about these instant games from Messenger, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I think this market is still, like, so mature and, yeah. and so big that I... I cannot imagine if suddenly everyone is like crazy about like, hey, yes, I just want to play like this kind of, of console or PC mm-hmm. experience. But but 
But honestly, I, I, I wish this happens because it will mm -hmm. make the, the, the market even more rich for, for mobile experience. And, and this, this is very good. Yeah. Do you find that um, well, you, you said this too, like you mentioned, even when you were switching uh, and you start focusing on mobile, you were starting to like distance yourself from triple a uh just a different way of thinking basically and do you feel like that ever is gonna merge for as, as just being a developer where you know a game designer is a game design right you're designing for a different platform but it, you know the same principles and, and foundation is coming across but there is kind of like a divergence in some sort. Do you feel like at some point there's going to be an emerging, uh, emerging of the two where it's easier to jump back and forth for most developers instead of just dedicating to one space for a while and then staying there? I think, I think so. I mean, um, maybe, I mean, maybe with when, I mean, the first years, mm -hmm. you know, you 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 enter mobile games. Probably you will stay in mobile games until you became, don't know if senior, but maybe you spend you know like three four years, you know learning the learning the <laughs> the, the job basically. I think that after that, uh, moving from one to the other, to, to, there is something also even important here is that when you bring some mobile game designer to console or the way around. You are bringing uh, a vision that other people that you know you, you have console PC game designers, mm -hmm. and then to take this guy from mobile, he has a vision that is different. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and if if you know how to do things, this vision will make the what you are doing much more richer. Yeah. And mm -hmm. also the, the way around. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this so this transition from one side to the other is is. Okay, maybe for you because hey, I want to do like this game. <laughs> yeah. But but for the companies itself, uh, it's also very, it's, it's yeah. good. It's of, good. Of course, if it's just if you are making a console game and you have only one game designer, <laughs> probably probably I, I don't suggest to to, yeah, to get some guy with experience in the platform. It's um, right. a great way to kind of tie that example up, and it might actually sound silly, but you know, in farming they rotate crops where they use the same dirt, obviously, to grow crops. Like, they'll grow corn every year, every year, every year, every year. But then one year, they'll be like, well, actually, we can't just keep making this corn. We need to bring in this other type of crop <clears throat> because of being able to farm and the soil richness, you know, actually changes based on what is being farmed there. So the idea of we're always going to just keep generating the same thing. Well, hey, let's bring in this outside influence who has a different perspective, you know, and the way that they think or the way that they may attack or problem solve is different the way that we currently do it. And therefore, that might be just better overall for the yield, so to speak. It, it, it is. I mean, when, when for me, honestly, it still is different, difficult to find a mobile game designer with a lot of experience on mobile. Because mm -hmm. usually, I mean, OK, I have a lot of experience in game design, but... Yeah, I, I've yeah. I've spent a lot of time. So, but when you see some someone who really is like, who who has like grown up like mm -hmm. playing mobile games, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yeah, it's, the the mindset is super super different mm -hmm. on on mm -hmm. the the experience. Like how I mean, for example, doing mobile games, you you need to to learn a lot about user interface um, um like yeah. making everything like super accessible these tutorials first first sessions and and these guys is completely hardwired mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. how they think of that um and of course you can bring this experience to 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 a console game and it's not yeah. like the guy is gonna say hey we need to sell the stuff no because <laughs> it, it looks like that and and, yeah. and no so to me, I think this is the case. After a, a few years, I think moving from one to the other, I think it should be perfectly so fine. Here's something interesting I do want to kind of discuss is making mobile games right now. It's super, super competitive, right? Like the rate of which new games show up on iOS or app stores or marketplaces or whatever, whatever the 
uh, the congregation of gaming name is for how you access games on your device. I don't know them all, but whatever, right? The store, the marketplace, <laughs> iOS, whatever. Um, because of so many games and apps that show up every day, like your window of like I'm on the front page is less than like six, seven seconds. Right? Like it's super fast. So yeah. because of that level of competition, I imagine it's also the same for the businesses, right? Like the idea of I work for one company that is so successful in mobile that I have a career here versus I am a mobile developer. But if you look at my resume, you can see that I've gone from company to company to company to company because there aren't a lot of like Ravio's Game Lofts and Zepto Labs, you know, Blue Mobile, where you can see that, yeah, we just have it down and we have the money. We're like 98% owned by Tencent. We can just put out games and know that they'll do well, right? Like, yeah. I kind of want to add add to this too before you ask your question it's like just for example not everyone <laughs> so lucas might not ever base this problem because he came from game loft and zepto lab but there's a whole side of uh, other side of <laughs> mobile companies out there that just don't make it yeah. right and i i feel like the disparagement and i feel like maybe triple a is starting to get to that point mm-hmm. but the mobile game companies especially there is like a huge gap between the really successful mobile companies that are like able to afford everything. And then the guys who, who just put out a thousand apps out there just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, but when now I'm checking what the some indie developers that I know around. Yeah. Now people, I feel this is also something that I want to mention. <laughs> Steam, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everyone that was making indie games for PC was thinking on, on Steam. Yeah. And now Steam, I mean, I, I don't get there, like, a lot now because basically I don't have time to play on your right. yeah. So I prefer just not to, not to, to look. Um, <laughs> it's crazy to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, there are, like, so many games, so many... Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that it's like the app store because <laughs> because yeah. it, but but kind of, and um, and the thing is that the mindset of the people who is making games for Steam is like, no, we don't like mobile games. We are mm. making like this game because it's so cool that mm. people will like to play without any marketing. And it's like, man, this this makes no sense, <laughs> no sense. Yes. Yeah. Maybe check what they are doing the mobile game developers and and learn what they are doing that mm. there. And think how you can bring that experience also to, to your to your PC console yeah. console games because yeah it's, it's I mean it's crazy I mean, <laughs> I mean no sometimes when when someone you know you met someone hey will you if you had money will you start what will you do with the money and, and then, <laughs> I, no I I won't be making games I mean, <laughs> because, <laughs> pretty much because it's super hard. It's super hard. The, the competition is like, yes, in, I mean, yeah, of course, you can get a lot of money back, especially on, on mobile today, but but you don't see, like, how many things you need to, to have a concurrent in, in order to, to, to make something successful, right? Yeah. It's definitely... Um... It's a lottery when you're making a game. But I will say this, like, it feels like the mobile side or developers or PMs over there, right, are more business focused when they're designing games than the console PC. Console PC, I feel like we're 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 still a bit immature when it comes to that. We like let's make the game we want to always make instead of like let's make a game that we can sell as well. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? Well, so. How- yeah. No, I was going to ask about you. You were talking before about the executive producers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the business guys they are also there, but I think that when you are doing AAA, mm-hmm. the the developer development team is so big. Mm-hmm. You know, you have so that at the end of the day, it's like hey, they are like three, four, five evil business guys that. <laughs> And, but we are like the developers. Well, but when you go to mobile, yeah, things start like changing, and 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 this like, I mean, I'm like half business guy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but, and and now I see like many things that I used to see like long time ago when I was the game designer. Mm-hmm. Hey, this guy, I I always like to say that now I'm I'm 
you know, desktop and laptop. No, you have these two guys. So now right. I'm the guy with the laptop. <laughs> You're the laptop guy. It's yeah. walking around. But yeah, that that is not uh, using SVN or, you know, you know what I mean, no? Right, 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 right. Yeah, and, and now I'm that guy. But mm-hmm. but that guy, I'm set with with the developers and, and talking a lot to them. So I think that at the end of the day, it's more real. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are making... Um, Okay, you want to 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 the game that you want to play or the your, the game that you your players want to play, but also gaming is is this entertainment mm-hmm. that maybe it could be an art, whatever. You you need to create something that someone want to play mm-hmm. <laughs> because you you want to entertain people, right? And this connection is, I think, is more so. So when you are like working on mobile, I think it's more like there. You know, right. if you don't create something that people want to play, you you are you are going to 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 do nothing. But but in mobile in console PC, sometimes you can even spend like one, two, three years making that game that no one will like to play. Exactly, <laughs> but, that's the big difference right there. Like that connection. I, I feel like you, you mobile developers, <laughs> you and the rest of you guys, are a lot more connected to your core audience, your audience that would play. Then AAA, like you said, like AAA, we go in our room for three years hoping that someone would play, having no idea. And I feel like that's kind of, it's really silly and kind of like irresponsible yeah, to think that that's going to work. It's the old and it's way, not, man. right? It's the old way. It's dying. Like I see that consoles or the hardcore people that buy consoles are the people who used to have consoles. Mm. But Kids who are growing up, you know, adults even at this point, to stick to their mobile mm-hmm. as their only console. And I feel a lot of that is because, yeah, the, the old way is just really, really ignoring how things in business works. Because we are a piece of entertainment. Right? We're not just art for the pureness of art. We're, we're, and that's where I think, like what you said before, where it is healthy and like what Larry was kind of talking about for developers to go back and, 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 and teach each other like what's great about mobile, what's great about console. Because I think more of that would be just, just going to be helpful for the game industry overall. Yeah, I mean, there is something also that I think we, we haven't mentioned yet is that we think a lot about mobile games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, mobile games equal free-to-play. And it's like... No, <laughs> no, and, 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 and even in free-to-play, there are, like, many ways of doing free-to-play. I mean, don't know if you have played, like, for example, like Supercell, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, 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 it's free-to-play, but I, I, when, when Battle Royale, Last Royale, sorry, <laughs> I was like, Last Royale was, was out, I was, like, completely, oh, my God, this is, this is, this is, Awesome, um, mm-hmm. and they are like making printing money, <laughs> but mm-hmm. still the, the experience is, like super, super good. I think for for everyone, and so and also so first is like okay, free to play. There are like many ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Usually, <laughs> but but the thing is that most of of developers, uh, we tend to do like very like standard free to play, so to say, just like. Mm-hmm. Like energy and timers, and, and we we are not trying to bring anything like super fresh to to, to the to the monetization. Yes. Mm-hmm. But but so so this is like first mobile games is is not only free to play, mm-hmm. and because there are like several free to play, and also in mobile games you have like many experience that yeah. that maybe you cannot find directly on on console. Well, and, yeah. and the other way around, of yeah, course. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's just when you are thinking about a mobile game designer, you say okay. Be, besides all this like free to play stuff that this guy <laughs> is doing, he's doing a many many other things that can bring like value to 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 our game. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of game design, I uh, am a game designer, and I've designed this really cool game that we can play on the podcast. Uh, so Lucas, this game is called The Fast Five, and I'm going to invite you to play it. Would you like to play? 
No, I'm scared. Yeah, but do, do it has like microtransactions or is it just? Uh... Yeah, feel free. So I'll send you yeah, a just, link if you yeah, want. Yeah, just send us our money. Yeah, <laughs> you can just answer questions. So I'll give you five free questions, and if you want to buy the DLC pack, we can talk after the <laughs> after the episode. I'll just send you questions once a week by email. Um, but here's the game. I'm gonna ask you five rapid fire questions, and I need five rapid fire answers. It's, oh my god, that's it. Are you uh. You you up for the challenge? Yeah, sure. Okay. Question number one of the fast five. What's your favorite ice cream topping? <laughs> um, uh, chocolate. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Question number two. The last video game you played from start to finish. Oh, my God. Um, I think uh, Reigns. Reigns? Reigns. Reigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, Is that a mobile uh, game or? It's a mobile. It's also in maybe no, yeah. It's this game that about the story of a king that you are like sweeping the cards. It's like super super interesting. Okay. Yeah, right. Question number three: What is your favorite video game genre? Um, platformers. Oh, yes. nice. <laughs> Question number four: If you were forced to be one Ninja Turtle for the rest of your life, which one would you pick? Um. I think the 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 one with the nunchakus because nunchakus are like super great. <laughs> I don't remember who we were. Yeah, that's a good the orange one. <laughs> All right, now the big money question. Uh, I believe we have this right from Joey Betts, the episode a couple weeks back. He asked, "If you had to pick your favorite bug you ever encountered, which would it be?" So in game development, what was like the most hilarious bug or the silliest bug that you ever encountered? Oh, this is a super good question. Um, yeah, I still remember something that happened like a long time ago. No, it's, it's, it was... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying... To me, it was like super fun, but yeah. now I'm thinking, well, when I tell about, about it, it, it's like, oh, it, it will sound like very stupid. No, it, it, it was when we were doing like this like AAA game like long time ago. Mm-hmm. We were like creating a prototype and this was like new engine mm-hmm. because, you know, I was in a studio that wanted to do like first like big AAA with their own technology, open, uh, open roaming, like everything there. And they have this engine and we were like working on that. So we have like the first like big scene that we wanted to do like this um, vertical slide. Mm-hmm. And... And it was like a third-person shooter, first-person shooter. You were killing people, and and suddenly, <laughs> when it's a bit silly, when the the words that um, the guys forgot. So you were placing sounds mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. episode, right? You have like mm-hmm. uh, 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 and stuff like that, and and they forgot to to basically to say, hey, this NPC is dead. Mm-hmm. This entity is not exist not anymore. Existing. Yeah. In the floor, just draw the body and forget about everything there. But but they they forgot to deactivate the sounds. <laughs> so <laughs> it's grunting the whole game. Yes, it was like you, you were like killing like people around you, like five, six, and 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 everything is all has a lot of bodies around you, whether like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it was like really long time ago. <laughs> but, but this is still. On, on, on my mind because it was like so so that's that's an orgy you witness an orgy <laughs> <laughs> so lucas uh i need you to do me one last favor now buddy so obviously yeah. we're gonna play this game with the guest who comes after you and in all fairness since you were able to complete it with a pretty good time I need one question from you about game development or game industry related that I can ask the next guest. Yeah, I I think I will ask um, if which is the the game mm-hmm. that you like and you enjoy that that you are like really ashamed of. <laughs> That's a good one. I might add that one to the lineup. No, that everyone, you, you know, like this game that you play a lot, and I, I'm not gonna tell. Yes, maybe you are like playing like. <laughs> Candy Crush, you know, yeah, in the, yeah, during, yeah. during the day you are playing like MOBA and things, but, but then before you go to sleep, you play Candy yeah. Crush. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. So this, this will be my question. All right.
so I have a follow-up question. Um, so this, this has more to what, what your thoughts on with uh, people who are looking to get into mobile game development, but from the indie perspective, right? Um, is that even a thing anymore? Is that is that do you? Have, I feel like it's super difficult for you to break into the mobile game market as like let's say me and my team, unless I have a major publisher mm-hmm. to back me up. Well, like, is that possible anymore? I think yes. I mean, and actually, I mean, during the GDC, uh, I mean, I'm in Central Lab, so we are mm-hmm. not exactly indie. We have like a lot of resources, but there is still something there which is being being featured. Mm-hmm. You know, Google and Apple features game, and this featuring process uh, is something that you need to know how to do it and. But basically, I think it's something that everyone can kind of apply. Mm-hmm. And if you get featured, you will get, well, you never know, but, yeah. but you, right. you might expect to, to have hundreds of thousands or even some million players. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not exactly a publisher, right? Mm-hmm. right. So, I, I'm, for example, I'm thinking on Monument Valley, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm thinking on Altos Adventures. I mean, there are games mm-hmm. there that... Right. They have this kind of indie flavor mm-hmm. with, with this Apple interface and mm-hmm. colors and yeah, stuff yeah. Like and, and they they make it and, and they are they are there and they are like super successful. So so yeah, I think that that is this will be my recommendation. Yeah. You know, if you, you have a really good idea and an indie concept, besides like trying to look for a publisher, I will suggest hey Try to to approach the platforms mm-hmm. because maybe you you, you can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that it's super hard, but but everything is super hard today. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so but but it's something that that I really suggest. Yeah, you you bring a really is good it? point that it's super hard, right? Like, but that shouldn't be a barrier that stops you, especially if it's mm-hmm. something you want to be successful in, right? Like knowing it's super hard should make you feel good. Because that means not a lot of people are going to be trying it because they're already going to be thrown off by, oh, it's up, oh, it's hard, right? So it's like if you're just willing to do the work, you have a much better shot of actually seeing that follow through. You know what I mean? It's like there's a lot of people who will hear, oh, you can't make it in the NBA. One out of 300,000 people actually gets to go to the NBA. But 299,000 of those people hear that and then don't do the work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's that's that's all I'm trying to say is that like, you're right. Like hearing that this is a very, very difficult barrier. It's almost like an assurance that like there's going to be a very small amount of people who actually will go through the work to get it just because they're torn off or they're, they're uh, set, they're set off. By, or what's the word am I trying to say? Sorry. They're, they're, intimidated. They're, yeah. They're intimidated. They're put off, by, put off. They're put off by just knowing that it's very competitive. So they don't, you know what I mean? That's all. That's all. yeah. Sorry, I struggled with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Larry knows this about me, but when I see a tough road or a long line towards something, I always look for <laughs> shortcuts. <laughs> so is there is there a formula? Because obviously, I I don't feel like Apple does enough with. It's not like they do quarterly contests where hey, if you get noticed, you'll be the top ten featured. Is there a formula out there? How do I get my thing? in front and is is there even like an application process to, to get or is it completely a freak accident that one of their apple editors that i haven't found a bribe yet yeah, yeah. Who's is cruising police? through yeah exactly like what what's the process is it completely random this is my, my, my daughter is playing this game and i really love it no it's is I mean I'm not completely familiar about this mm-hmm. because I'm I'm not doing the process in right. So we are doing. I mean, there are people that is always doing that. Dedicated to that, yeah. yeah. But I also know about it. Actually, during the GDC, there were like some. The, the, the Kevin who shared the GDC talk with me was precisely mm-hmm. talking about how to to make your game feature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but basically what he was saying is that you you just apply, you apply, and at some point you will get an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure that in the meantime there's stuff that, that you can do, mm-hmm. but it's a process, probably you know, knowing people or knowing. I I ask also about this to to, to the Monument Valley guys, and mm-hmm. 
and you you know what what I mean. Eventually, you you know what Apple likes. You know what Google mm. likes. Mm-hmm. You know. So so I think that from some point of view, it's like if you are uh, trying to to get a publisher, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you need to to bring something that's solid with a clear concept that fits the style of the company, and then you you go for a specific publisher. So mm-hmm. I think in this case, it's, it's the same. Just look for the, I, I think, I mean, I've never done it. Maybe it's right, right, right. hell, and I'm, I'm a liar, but, <laughs> but, but I think it's, <laughs> no, yeah, it's, I don't want to, but yeah, it's, it's a standard process. So it's not me driving around to all the Apple stores and installing <laughs> my game on all the phones? That's actually pretty game? smart. Just, just yeah, install my yeah. game on all the phones, all the iPads. Just have it blasting on the Apple TV. It's like, whoa, it's a, it's a pretty yeah, cool game. This is really fun! <laughs> wow, what game is this? You're yeah, super excited. Yeah, I mean, but but what you're saying, for example, is like, okay, what, what are the new features that Apple right. usually puts up? Yeah, so so do a game that is you know like this 3D touch that no one. So I'm gonna make a game based on on this and and yeah, it's, it's if you think of it, it, it makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Dude, I'm gonna go stand outside wonder- of an Apple store just with like <laughs> tell the people walking out like, yo, get my game, iTunes store. <laughs> I see you I just bought that like- phone. <laughs> That's very interesting. I wonder if there is a because mobile game obviously has been out. I would say what a decade now, over a decade. There's got to be a history of, and this is me thinking in theory, right? Maybe it's completely crap. Where there's got to be a pattern of some sort where the future games are sharing, right? There's got to be some type of sameness that, even if you just look at the cover art, like there's got to be like a pattern of some sort because mobile game everything seems to be very tactical like nothing is by accident everything that is from what i've been just like slightly exposed to is like everyone in games and mobile games like every decision has to be tied to like a uptick of some kind of data that they can measure it feels like so i yeah, so I mean, maybe the shortcut is just looking at what's been done and just copy that <laughs> well but 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 if you are, I mean, I've never had to to look by for a publisher directly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been involved in publisher, looking for a publisher, but I, need, I never had my own company with my own game that I need. Right. But, but I guess it will be similar. No, I, I like this publisher. I want to check the, this portfolio. I want to check the, the games that were published mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you want to be published by developer. So I mean, yeah. I just take what, what these guys. They, they they are doing and um, try to, but but the thing is that probably in, as we talked before, uh, not many people that is outside of the mobile world mm-hmm. they know how the mobile world right working about for example this you know? yeah and, and I see a lot of indies like thinking of Steam or thinking of like oh, now everyone is trying to make a game for Switch they are like mm-hmm. um it's like Hey, um, did you know that maybe maybe you have some chances of being chosen by Apple, or why why, why at least you don't approach your uh, yeah. trying to find an account manager? Check because maybe you know maybe it's even easier, yeah. <laughs> and and, yeah. the, and, and maybe the, the the return will be potentially much more higher than than, than yeah. So so yes, this this is why I think what we talked before like the more you know about like the platforms mm-hmm. the, the more solid uh, <laughs> a professional you are i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. amen yeah. well is there one platform that exists right now that you wish in your career even now that you could still work with like uh, vr consoles <laughs> nintendo switch I, apple watch I, I, <laughs> Apple Watch is Apple Watch. All right, let me let me. Uh, is Apple Watch completely out of the picture? Like because even you can Apple make some doesn't even talk about their watch tappy, anymore. Tappy, tappy games for. But but is it really still like this? Could still be a thing because Apple Watch, if anything, is just I I don't hear about it anymore. No, I don't see neither. it in the keynote or anything. It's <laughs> me neither. No, I I mean I, I think this. Well, maybe tomorrow, like mm. you know, like 
they released Half-Life 3 for Apple Watch mm. and everything. <laughs> it changes everything, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, to me, uh, <laughs> well, I go, I'm completely out of VR at mm-hmm. this moment because mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> I spend all my, my budget in <laughs> buying stuff for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're playing... But the thing is, when when I when I check my friends or making VR, all the things about like developing a new language mm-hmm. and new interfaces and everything to me sounds like super like awesome mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is that okay, when when I will be making VR, I will be late for that. <laughs> so there will be already some kind of a standard. And so so at, the, at this moment, I think I'm. To me, recently, there is something funny happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I start like, realizing like the uh, audience potential of mobile games. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if you want to, to shout and tell something to the players, or you want to... This is maybe because I was in this uh, Daniel Cook <laughs> talk from, from Spry Fox, but... You know, if if you really want to to make an impact of people in a good way, like they socialize, in, not, socialize and not sending gifts to friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, like really like sharing like game experience together or even connecting like parents with kids playing something or people from different like places on the world. I think that mobile game is is the best mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It's, it's everywhere and. Um, I, I recently I'm more interested on in trying to shape these kind of experiences, like mm-hmm. how, how how we can make people, you know, maybe it sounds like a bit like, uh, you know, like how to to communicate, how to to collaborate in a meaningful way mm-hmm. within like some environment. You, you know, you know, maybe I'm just getting older. <laughs> You know, and I think, hey, I want to change the, the world with, with, I want to bring something to the world that is makes things change. Besides entertaining, that mm-hmm. for sure I think is, is super important, you know. But but I have the feeling that the mobile platform still has many things to to do and to say to to the to the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think we are we are still not exploring that. You know, just right. yes, we are in the surface. We are doing like this. Well, not farming games, match three games, but but I think that, that there are like so many things to 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 create mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. maybe in console and PC, yeah, because we've been making PC games for don't know 20, 30 years, so they, they are much more more there. So so at this very moment, I think I still want to to explore uh, mobile games, mm-hmm. and also maybe I'm just lying to myself <laughs> because. You know, I just oh, I'm making mobile games. I'm product manager. So I, I need to, to to find some excuse to. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll sign off on that. Like I, I do agree. Like mobile is the biggest console out there. Everyone has a phone. It's gonna it continuously upgrades at a crazy scale. Like in terms of technology, all the money's behind mobile for sure because they can afford it. Uh, yeah. I will also add to how. Uh, I don't know. I, I think once I became a dad myself, like uh, a lot has changed in terms of how I want to f- move forward with my career and how I want to affect people. So, um, yeah, I, I totally relate to how you were thinking. One thing Larry did say at the beginning, it, it accelerates your career like no other because like, oh, my God. I can't stop it. I can't keep fooling around. I gotta start feeding these kids. I can't be yeah. going out there making games just for fun. So that that was one aspect of it. But another aspect is like you know, uh, it, it's kind of like an ego thing on my part. Is like how do I make my mark mm-hmm. in this world, yeah. um, especially through this this medium that I've, I've dedicated my whole career to. Like what you know, we are in a unique. Uh, space where we can reach what hundreds of millions of users out there that play games yeah. uh, and, 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 and send a message basically. And mobile is, is the platform to do that. If you want to send a message to everyone and reach everybody. So I do agree. 
<laughs> yeah. Talking, speaking about kids. <laughs> There we go. Well, yeah, that's actually. Oh, hey, hello. Wow, there we go. Uh, yeah. Can we ask one quick question? Yes, for sure. Uh, what's the favorite game of your kid? Shelling. The thing is that at this still moment, he's like four years old. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to keep the mob, the old mobile oh, the game. Phone. Okay. Yeah. Still, okay. So. I, I have like a very very big list. Gotcha. I, <laughs> I still I don't know if I will start from like new games or I will try to think of you know like let's try to do you know Mario? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like like building the the taste from older games mm -hmm. and then move to to more modern games. Yeah. So, but still I'm trying to you know to go step by step. It's <laughs> very cute. Well, I can I can say when I was four, I knew a couple of games that are really fun, like Peekaboo, you know, I Stole Your Nose. <laughs> so those are classics. They they still work. But um, I'm looking at the clock now, and it says that we've been podcasting for over an hour. So I'm going to do our podcast audience a great favor, and Brandon and I are just going to shut up, <laughs> and we're going to let you talk directly to our audience to promote, shout out, broadcast, or raise awareness for something that you're involved in, something that you want more attention drawn to, or just something that you just really care about. So without further ado, sir, the floor is yours. <laughs> okay, thank you, guys. Um, I mean, it feels so, so strange talking to, to an audience. Um I think that we, we need more people like you, honestly. We need more podcasts like you of people that really understand what is the the industry because they are there mm -hmm. and and they are has like a very open mind, mm -hmm. not just focus on what everyone is talking about. I think we need that because I think the mo the mobile games and the And the industry can bring much more things to, to the people. Mm -hmm. And for that, we need to create awareness. And the, what you are doing is helping to bring this awareness to, to, to everyone around. Thank you. Man. Um, I think this, this, is, this is great. Well, okay. yeah, that, that's it. Uh, any, do you want to like shout out cats or you know, any of your projects that you, <laughs> you know? Well, cats, we need to play. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, if you don't know, The game, just go there. Just it's very easy. Just look for cats, Crash Arena Superstar, and I'm sure that you will have a really, really good time. Yeah. I'm sure about it. Yeah. Yeah. The building, building robots that fight with cats. You're first hater. I know what that means. <laughs> So this is like what is parenting. Yeah, yeah. So, and this is a very also important thing that sometimes when we are thinking about developers, we are th we don't think of developers with family. Yeah, right. right. How things change not only on on the office but on the things that you care about. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Well, something interesting. So. Yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna shut up myself too and just let you, let you continue. But thanks, thanks a lot, guys. So you're absolutely welcome. And uh, one thing I can say about you and your wonderful family is it looks like you got your hands full with your little tykes. I'm Larry Charles and I'm saying good night. This is Brandon Fan. I'll see you guys next week. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.